well, I don't know what was going on, but here was I guess we fixed it. Yay. Yay. Hi. Uh my boob hurts. Why does your boob hurt? I don't know. Have you ever seen that picture of what boobs look like inside? I've seen enough. It has it <laughs> There's looks lots like a of flower. Pictures. It looks like a flower. All your little milk ducks. Ducks. <laughs> All your milk duds? They're ducks. I call them my milk duds. Quack quack. <laughs> <laughs> uh welcome guys to the show i'm jenny zagrino i'm a comedian and i'm cat eves and i'm a stylist and, and this, this is, is gaudy positive. positive we took a week off because it was a real busy week also like your whole life happened last week i feel like oh, i got a car accident last yeah. week <laughs> yeah i was like what and what you know that it? we had to take a week off in December, too, because the exact same thing happened to me. Because you got in a car accident. We got so in the same... Are... Basically, the same thing happened. A guardrail well. hit our cars. <laughs> <laughs> How rude. I got trapped between a semi. Watch out for those wily guardrails. Yeah. I got trapped between a semi and a guardrail and found out my insurance might not cover some of it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So oh. I got to do some stuff. You got to do some fundraising. Car I only wash. have five thousand dollars um on if I get an accident to pay for someone else's car. Oh shit. What a, what this is a reminder to all of you. Spay and neuter your cats and dogs. <laughs> what? And get better check car your insurance. insurance. Yeah. Also though, I still pay two hundred dollars a month for my car insurance. What? Yeah. Wait, how much? Two hundred. That's a lot. It's way too much. Feels like a lot. Yeah. Should go is it Geico? Who is it? It's Geico. God damn it. I knew it was Geico. You cannot fall for those stupid commercials. But it was the cheapest at the time. Mm, that's it. That's that's how it happens. Also, my car is registered to my mom's house. Oh, is it cheaper there? Yeah. It's yeah, it is. Much cheaper than Los well, Angeles. Don't say these things publicly. Um, It's fine because right. I was kidding the whole time. <laughs> I was just joking. I live at uh, I live in Playa del Rey, everyone. <laughs> Did you know that? I travel here a lot. That's amazing. Um. Yeah, so I got in a car accident on Monday. It was pretty shitty in New Jersey, of course. And then you did the boss bitch thing, and you were like... I was trying to go closer to the mic. Oh, I should go closer to the mic. Okay. Yeah. We don't have our stoppers today. I, I just so did confused. a thing. I just did a... I tried to, like... I was like, what are you show pointing her to go at? closer, and she just... I was like, like huh? I was like, what? What's over there? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying... I feel like I'm, like, sounding much calmer than I am right now, because... You're having a meltdown. No, well, it's mostly just I'm not having a meltdown. It's just like uh, when you have a really busy Monday and you're like, okay, the rest of this week is not allowed to be just like today. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Myself. Well, I'm glad you told the rest of the week. I just want you guys what? to know and the rest of the week you're on notice. Yeah. So don't fuck up my life this week. <laughs> don't fuck it up. Wait, I'm not done with the craziness of my week. I, I'm just I'm just telling you, I feel more subdued than I am. That's all. Okay. Well, I, you're you know I care okay. deeply. You know what it is. So after I had the accident, the adrenaline was so high, yes, and crazy that I was so super focused on getting to my meeting to mm. go pitch a TV show. Yeah. So you went straight from that to pitch. I was like, officer, take me to the Sea Caucus uh, oh, train stop. My God. I need to go in and rent a new car and then go to my meeting. And did so you did ride that. in the back of the police car? Yeah, very comfortable. Was it? I'll tell you what, the They're Oregon one seats. is not comfortable and it is not a bucket seat. Did you have your, did you, were you arrested? No, but I had to, it was pouring down rain. Uh-huh. So while they were doing the report, they were like, I guess you can sit in the back of the police car so you don't get rained on. Sorry, you won't be able to get out. I did just clean it so it doesn't smell. Oh my God. 
and it was not comfortable. You're not allowed to sit in the front. So nope, you can only sit in the back, and that has the weird way that they uh, belt you in. Oh, I yeah, I wasn't belted, but yeah, yeah, I was just sitting. I wasn't moving. It's real weird. Um, well, because you know, criminals, what they'll do is they'll headbutt them. Yeah, if they're trying to like lean over to buckle them in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, special. So, and then you just got a rental car. I just got a brand new rental car from Hertz. Hertz. (laughs) Different company. Um, And then went, pitched a show to Kelly Ripa's company. Oh, my God. And apparently Kelly really liked it. Yeah. So, we'll see where that's going to go. Did you pitch? Do you? So, when you do these pitches, are you pitching Kelly Ripa to her face or just people? No, to an exec. And then they go to Kelly Ripa? And then they go to the people. Yeah. I like Kelly Ripa. She apparently loves to make meatballs on Sundays. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. She's you are f- totally a meatball on Sunday I'm kind a of gal. meatball on Sunday, and she's a true crime fan. Oh. So for this project, it works. But I won't say any more than that. Okay. But we pitched to some very cool people. We pitched to um, Leonardo DiCaprio's company. Yeah, They liked it. What are they called again? Appian Way. Oh. Then we pitched to Amy Poehler's company, mm-hmm. who I would love to work with. We pitched to Ben Stiller's company. Here's oh, yeah. the thing is that I think the people who d- don't live in this world don't know that everyone has a production yes, company. Yes, they do. Yeah. And they're all looking to make shit. Yep. I, are you going to pitch Reese Witherspoon's company? I just heard an interview with her on So Many White Guys with Phoebe Ooh. Robinson and I like love her. That might be for a different project. I really like Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. I'm into her. She's a well-read lady. I like her. You know who who else is it other person that I like that's like a real human oh woo-ha-ha lady oh yeah um elizabeth banks yeah she's yeah. great yeah, i'd love to pitch her. to woo-ha-ha that'd yeah. be great i hate, hate saying that name though yeah it's, really it's funny. terrible but like whatever can you say it with like more effect <laughs> <Woo-ha-ha>! <laughs> who knows we might we might become a part of their network they're starting a podcast world. i really like them yeah but you know they want you to do all the work they do well <laughs> What else? That's is the new? thing with all production companies. They're like, "How much of the work have you done?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, enough to bring bring me here." I remember, is that good enough? Yeah. Like, no. I mean, that's the thing, right? I remember back in the day, a friend of mine pitched a certain actor's production company, uh, whom you may or may not have mentioned already, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, we really like it. He really liked it, but like, we don't really see a role for him in it." I know exactly who you're talking and about. It di- and it died on the vine because they just could not picture him, what role he would be. And my friend was like, oh, we'll create a role, like whatever he wants. <laughs> mm, you know, doesn't work that way. But the person you're talking about, mm-hmm. if I am sure, if I think I know who it is, <laughs> it lo- loves history pieces. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. So ours is a history piece, mm-hmm. which would be great. And then if they wanted to part in it. Mm. There is a very good part for them. Okay. They just we've have to wear old makeup. That's we've it. already determined it's a he. Yeah. Well, you said he before. <laughs> so. So, yeah. It's but just funny. So, we've, so I've been pitching all week, which was stressful mm-hmm. and exhausting. And I had an accident. And then I went and got my thyroid checked. Um, that, again, goes back to the conversation we had about yeah. um, being a big person in healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Um, I have half a thyroid. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which I had for years been like, please check my thyroid. And they're just like, you're fat. Um, you're fine. Like, you're fat. Just lose it's weight. Just, you're just fa- you're just fat. Have you tried a non-inflammation diet? You should try that diet. Have you thought about Weight Watchers? Yeah. What about, have you tried yoga? Yeah. <laughs> you yoga? Oh, you, uh, 
You uh, have memory problems? Have you tried yoga? Just like run until you can't run anymore and then run some more. Yeah. Join a boot camp. Yeah. Do six hours of sit-ups a day. 700 yeah. burpees. Then your autoimmune disease will go away. You'll be fine. Yeah. But here's so here's the thing. I was Googling it, more of it. And all these, so it could be hypothyroidism, right? Mm-hmm. And I was Googling all the symptoms. And it's all the stuff that I thought I was just getting old. <laughs> yes. Right? So That's, that, is, that is a real thing. Thinning hair. I was like, mm-hmm. well, that happens when you get old, oh, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. And then the other thing was, um, and this kind of goes to some of the issues. So we had our, our little heart to heart on on Saturday. Mm. And I have been having a lot of memory issues, mm. which I thought, again, just getting old. Yeah. And I have kind of been silently dealing with it and being like, I'll just make more notes oh, to myself. I get this, by the way. Yeah. So hard. Like I, my boss sat down and had a heart to heart with me last week yeah. about how I am having memory problems. And yeah. I was just like, I know. Think about how it is to be inside my brain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I totally get it. So I was having memory problems. And then um, I've having been having a lot of hoarse voice issues where it hurts mm-hmm. to talk almost all the time. Mm-hmm. So maybe... You know, just like I can see how any one of those things you could chalk it up to something else. I talk for a living. Yeah. So I'd be like, well, well, oh, maybe I need to see a vocal coach. Yeah. Which I probably do anyways. But just like it's been so, so hoarse. Yeah. And then also like um, just like the everything with my period mm-hmm. with hormonal issues, suicidal mm-hmm. ideations two days before my period. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then like and then just uh issues with just body issues which again i don't want to get too much into like weight and stuff mm. but just like you know when something's off yes you i do. feel like you yeah. do but i also think that we are so well trained as fat people to believe that like somehow the root of all of those things is just that we're fat yeah or we are the subject of today which is laziness yeah the stigma of laziness we just think it's like we just sit in it and as like as though it's something shameful yeah and everyone's like you're lazy mm-hmm. you're fat and you're just like i'm none of those things you just need to go run yeah go running yeah that's the answer and yoga <laughs> yoga is always the answer have you tried For a meal replacement everything. bar oh my god <laughs> some protein shakes that way protein an anti inflammation yeah diet just cut the gluten cut the dairy cut the salt cut the processed food no meat well here's the thing too is you google hypothyroidism Mm -hmm. first thing that comes up diets for hypothyroidism eat my dick that are not proven god damn it i mean so my mom first of all when i told her this Uh -uh. was very anti me going on medication Uh and again and said jenny just diet and exercise (laughs) Thank you. You know, because Thank of you. like the fatigue from having a shitty thyroid and the slowed metabolism mm-hmm. from a from a thyroid yeah. or inability to because I have half a fucking thyroid. Right. No, it's just just eat less sandwiches. Yeah. Just but if you're eat skinny, less. eat more sandwiches. <laughs> but you're going to be so cute when you do. Just do it. If you're skinny and eating. Oh, oh my, my God. God. So cute. That's so cute. Oh my god, you do that all the time. I can't wait till That's you so are like starving. I can't. Oh my god, look at her. She's eating a pizza. Oh my god, like my thyroid works, but I only <laughs> eat cabbage. 
I fart 24 oh, seven, Actually, but they, I'm beautiful. Cabbage is bad for your thyroid. Oh, well, that's actual like a, you love cabbage. I, dude, my mom told me this and I, I had a moment oh, where I was no. like, I can't have cabbage. I can't have cabbage. <laughs> Fuck it. Who needs a thyroid? <laughs> But yeah, so like this idea of like all of our health problems are due to laziness is yeah, bullshit. It is bullshit. What did you find out about laziness? I found out so much. So today's theme is stigma stigmata. Yes. And it's a funny thing because they these two things do not relate and yet they do. Okay. So um, first of all, we're going to talk about laziness and the myth of laziness. Did okay. you know? Okay. So did you know that this is like a... This is a thing that we've known. Apparently, like the psych- the psychology world knows that laziness is not a thing. Really? Why are they not telling us? Well, that's that's so continue. So, yeah, I guess what I'm thinking is that the I got I lost my spot. What was I doing? <laughs> what I got disgust. I guess got like so confused. So the psychology so world. The, okay, so the psychology world is basically like, oh, laziness is not a thing. There's actually lots of roots of laziness, like um, being super overwhelmed or anxiety or and there's like just a lot of different things. And the psychological world is like, yeah, laziness is not a thing. It's a catch-all term, but it's not. So, but what about a lazy Susan? Well, that bitch needs to get to work. <laughs> also, don't you feel bad for... I feel bad Whoever. for Susan. For yeah, for Susan, whose how, carpenter husband, how often was like <laughs> can't fucking reach for shit. <laughs> I invented yeah. this thing. It's called a lazy Susan. Oh, <laughs> maybe he was like, maybe it was like a compliment. It was like a loving gesture that her husband created this for her, and yeah. and then he presented it, and he was like, "Here you go, Susan, so you can have a lazy Sunday for lazy Susans." That's. It was like a I loving mean, thing. It was like enjoy, relax, don't move. Okay, we'll we'll go with that version. That was my optimistic view. I, I think it's more misogynistic than that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know I mean, it's not a call a lazy Daryl. <laughs> Should we rebrand it? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call it a lazy Daryl. A lazy Daryl. Oh, Daryl. <laughs> you know what? Do you know anybody named Daryl? I think I did at one point. Here's the thing about the name Daryl that I think about every so often is how like as a guy, I think the Daryl that I picture is not like necessarily a cool dude. I don't think a Daryl is a cool dude. But you a also Darryl, can't say it without a southern accent to Darryl, it. Daryl. Daryl. Oh, that's fun. Daryl. 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 Could be like Errol. See, Errol. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fancy. It's fancy. But Daryl. Errol. Drop that D. Da Errol. Da Errol. <laughs> Um, but the one you say Daryl as a lady name, it's beautiful. It's cool. No. Daryl Hannah? No, that's cool. We just think of Daryl Hannah. Well, that's it. That's what I'm saying. What if her name was Elaine Hannah? No, that's two first names. I don't like <laughs> Daryl is a first name. <laughs> I said it, but I realized it. <laughs> So All right. what about laziness? Let's talk okay. about laziness. So here's the thing about laziness. Um, first of all, the main thing is that laziness is not a thing. It's not It's not actually a thing. So whenever you hear somebody be like, oh, that person's just lazy, the thing that you should be asking yourself is, what is really the root of that laziness? And I'm doing work on this for myself right now, yeah. which is why. I feel like know. procrastination is the true 
Yeah, which we talked word. about last week. Yeah. Well, procrastination is not always the true word because some people never do the thing, right? Like some people get so frozen by what's going on in their heads that they are never going to do the thing. It's not even like, oh, I'm pushing it off. It's like, I'm not doing it. Well, okay. So what about the person that like, okay, just like won't do their dish? You're, have you ever a roommate? That's me. And they just like won't do it. That's me. Well, why won't you do it? I hate dishes. Okay. So, um, no, I, I, that's the thing is like, it's, it's a more complicated issue than like, oh, I'm just too lazy. It's like, I don't like the feeling. I don't like the smell. Like there's all kinds of things like, and it's weird because we know that it's not necessarily that I'm lazy as we think of the catch all term. Cause like I would, I will actually rather clean the bathroom versus do dishes. Okay. Doesn't make sense. No, I, I get it. I think dishes. I think dishes are, I for a lot of people are unsightly and don't like to do them. Well, I'd rather clean a yeah. lot of things than clean dishes. Yeah. So, I but guess would you rather clean the bathroom? Sure. All right. Fine. And is the bathroom covered in shit? I mean, no. I think that's the thing. <laughs> is that the bathroom is not covered in shit when I'm cleaning it. Yeah. I don't live with people like that. <laughs> you don't live with people shitting on. Rob's like, challenge accepted. <laughs> He's in the back, just like ears perked up. Huh? Oh, my time has I'll come. I'll show her. <laughs> oh, no. No, but like, I think that's a, actually a good example. And then there's like scenarios where you just feel frozen by it for whatever reason. Like overwhelm is a big thing for me. I will let my laundry go for way longer than I should because I'm like, there's a certain point where I get like overwhelmed by it. I get very um, paralyzed sometimes by like mm. indis- by like choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, so I have laundry right now. I could take it to my mom's mm-hmm. and do it and it would be cheaper. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole drive. Or I take it to the place down the street from me and pay five times what I would pay at my mom's house. Uh-huh. And then I want to do that. But then my brain's like, you need to watch your spending. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, OK. And then the other part of me is like, that's going to be a, that's a four hour project now. Do mm-hmm. So it's like so then and then I'm just like, I'll just not do it. Aha. Uh-huh. So I, I think that's the thing is like, what was that? That just that was my phone. Oh, OK. Um, I think that's the thing is it's like uh, we get into this mode of thinking that laziness is just like. It's a um, it's a purity test item. Are you productive enough? Are mm-hmm. you doing enough? Is your house clean enough? Well, are you clean enough? That's you, a very you know, Puritan yeah thing. Which gets into? Did you say Puritan or purity? I said purity, like a, a purity, purity test. test. Yeah, but it's also a very Puritan ideal. Right. Can I tell you about? So the Puritans, mm-hmm. basically, those fuckers, they're complete shitheads. Still well, so ruining things. They thought, and if if people think I'm wrong, please correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But they assumed when you were born was already whether or not you're going to be in heaven or hell, right? Mm-hmm. Right when you were born. Mm-hmm. So the idea was to be as productive as possible uh-huh. in that time. Yeah, so you can, like, get some good heaven shit going. Yeah, and the hope that it was when you did get to, like, everyone mm-hmm. thought they were going to heaven, so it was whatever. But they are actually seen as being, like, kind of like the first capitalists of America was the Puritans that came here, which oh, right. would, you know, they yeah. were fucking productive. They sure were. 
productive is a kind word for it. <laughs> <laughs> right? They were horrible. Yeah. So we're all murderers. So we're all colonizers. Yeah. They were pretty bad. But and then that's the root of it, right? So like uh, but here's on the other the other side of that is like if you're not productive in our in our genes in our in our little DNA code, there's that understanding that if you're not productive, you die, right? Like if yes. you don't go out and hunt for food, you don't I'm eat. I'm a shark. You're I'm a uh, baby shark. I'm a baby shark. Are you gonna sing I can't it? stop moving. God no. Oh no, you t- no, shark. don't do, do, do it. Do, 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 do. Don't baby do shark. it. You just do, lost do, 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 do. eighteen of our <laughs> listeners. Oh, that was all of them. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, here's the thing is like, I did some research because I love doing that and I was going to do, and I did a whole bunch of research on the like psychological stuff with laziness. And honestly, it wasn't as much fun as the other side, uh, which is the religious connotations of laziness. So, well, okay. But tell us about the stuff that you, cause I see something on your phone. It's a demon. Why is it a demon? Because yeah. there is a demon of laziness. There's a demon of laziness? Mm-hmm. And I think that this demon is my favorite of all demons. I just want to say that. Okay. Um. So this demon's name is Belphegor. Belphegor? Did you just take a picture of me? No, I'm trying to do our social media while we're doing oh, this because I'm trying to be productive. Oh, okay. God. Look at this. I just took a sweet little boom of you saying okay. Belphegor. Belphegor. Whatever. <laughs> And Belphegor is a demon, Lord of the Gap. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like the uh, like the clothing store. The gap. Yeah, like fall into the Lord gap. of the Gap. Yeah. Okay. So, Lord of um, your jean jacket, and one of the seven princes of hell. We got a prince. One up of in the here. seven. There's mm-hmm. seven princes of hell. Yes, because there's seven deadly sins. So then he is the he's the demon of sloth. Oh, okay. So he actually helps people make discoveries and he seduces people by suggesting to them ingenious inventions that will make them rich. He sounds dope. He's I know. Right. I was like, uh, he sounds like a lot of people I've met in L.A. So why don't we like him? Because he is all into the laziness. So uh, so this is wait, wait. so he's a lazy demon. He's a lazy. demon. But he suggests you to invent stuff. Okay, so here's the thing. So I'm going to just read this from Wikipedia. Okay. So Bishop and witch hunter Peter Binsfeld. I love that name. Right. Believed that Belphegor tempts by means of laziness. And also, according to Peter Binsfeld's Binsfeld classification of demons, he made his own demon classification. Look, you got to know. You got to have your own. You got to classify these guys. Look, are you even an expert if you haven't written a book? No. That's right. What year was it published? Um, I don't know. They apparently did not think that that deserved a Wikipedia page. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, so Belphegor is the chief demon of the deadly sin known as sloth in Christian tradition. So so sloth is a deadly sin, right? So you'll be killed yeah. for being a sloth. Yes, exactly. For laziness. And well, it's funny because I sloths are it, so though. cute, though. Yeah, but the reason why is that if you weren't pulling your weight mm-hmm. back in like one AD. AD. Or BC. 99 BC. Any of them. I don't know how time I works. got 99 BCs. But a bitch ain't what? But a 1 AD and 1. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> That's a math. Okay. You just did a math question on SAT. I think I did. If I have a did 99 BCs, mm-hmm. is an AD 1? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty.
pretty sure that's what Jay-Z was really talking yes. about. So I understand that. It's like the same idea of mm-hmm. some of the, like, I feel like the the thing about spilling your seed on the ground was just like, mm-hmm. hey, man, we need kids. Yeah. <laughs> Stop not coming in women. <laughs> Stop coming in other buttholes. Yeah. And just come in a lady and yes. make more kids. Also, do you know that the original definition of adultery was really just don't have sex with married women? That's it. It's not don't have sex before marriage. It's just don't have sex with married women. I feel like my mom told me that. Where she was like, Jenya, in Judaism, you have sex with anyone yeah. until you married. Yeah. Then only one person. Then that's it. Which is weird because it would, I mean, you know, there's other reasons to get married in the Jewish tradition, do you but want that to know, is not a big one. Do you want to know uh, what an old-timey um, condom was? What? Well. Oh, yes, I know. Well, but it he, was just a, a piece of um, um, uh, sheep intestine. Yeah. With a little bow around it. That's why they call it lambskin to this day. Yeah. But then the sailors mm-hmm. would carry it with them. <laughs> <laughs> reuse it it was reusable oh, you wow. carry it around wow we were really really green back then you know <laughs> sustainable condoms i mean if i was with look if i was with someone and we were only having sex with each other and they were like i want to use a green condom mm-hmm. i'd be like yeah okay yes sure. i have a diva cup you can have a wiener cup a wiener okay all right anyway <laughs> possession and laziness so the thing was i I found this thing about this demon and i went down this whole thing and i was like okay this is really interesting because laziness itself is you know it's considered a sin but really in in like psychology and science we're like actually there's lots of reasons why someone would be quote unquote lazy so my suggestion is that we retire this term Laziness. Laziness. If okay. you ever feel unless the you're pull, talking about Balthazar or whatever. Bifon it's Barfanon. Uh, yeah, Barfanon. <laughs> Belfagor. Belfagor. Whose name I had to look oh, up again because I can't remember it either. Sorry, I forgot Belfagor. Who's who's uh He was in the latest episode of Game of Thrones last night. Yes, Did you exactly. See no, I don't watch the Game of Thrones. <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do it. Well, it was pretty intense last night. Well, that's, I didn't what, watch that's it. what people say every single week, acting like that wasn't <laughs> how it was the week before. That's called abuse, guys. Stop going back. Um, okay. So I, I just I started looking into this stuff. Um, and for some reason, I went down this weird rabbit hole with religion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know that you wanted to talk about something that happened recently that relates to this. So. Before we get into the relationship between laziness, I mean, we kind of did with the demon. No, let's just go into it. You just want to get into it? Yeah. You want to talk about? I think we'll, the Met. We'll leave it for well, the Well, it's end. done. All right. The religious part was last year. Yeah. I just want everyone to know I really enjoyed Katy Perry dressing up as a hamburger. That was my favorite thing was Katy Perry as a hamburger as well. Um, So we're on the same page with that. Yeah. All right. So there's our, there's our fashion segment there it is. of Gotti Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, actually, we are going to talk about that a little bit, though, because... Okay. Um, Religion and fashion and all the seven deadly sins all go together in one way. And that is pop Can culture. You not cry right I now? burped. I was a burp. <laughs> I was trying to do a dainty lady I burp. You're Thanks trying for to calling me out. Trying to cry out of your lungs. <gasps> Demons. Um, okay. So here's what I learned when okay. I went down this rabbit hole. Man, we are unfocused today. It is hilarious. Um, we're, we're way more focused than we've ever been. What? I, okay. <laughs> you guys tell us. Are we out to lunch? I don't know. Dinner? 
Um, snacks. snacks. Yes. Snacks. Yes, we're snacks. Okay. So I'm just going to get into it. Exorcism. This is uh, this is naturally where my brain goes when so, I'm doing research in bed at night with the lights off. So let's let's just step back for a minute. Yeah. You went from laziness. I went from laziness to discovering a lazy demon. To Balfourgora. Yes. And then from Balfourger. <laughs> hamburger. From hamburger. Which is Katy Perry. Demon. So, um, so you're telling me that you can be possessed by this lazy demon. You can be possessed by this lazy demon. Okay. And that got me to exorcism. Okay. And let me tell you guys, there's lots of different, you know, there's a lot of careers out there that are new, right? Like you could drive for Uber or you could like become a coach who tells people with thyroid issues to go on a diet. A life coach? Yeah. And like a diet coach or dickhead. Um, (laughs) And, you know, there's lots of different jobs you can make up for yourself. But uh, actually being an exorcist is brisk business. Will they come to a high school on their career day. Oh, you know what? It's up to you. Here's the thing. So there's a shortage of clergy trained in exorcism right now. So there is actually a growing number of independent operators in Europe who will rid people and properties of demons for up to 500 euros a pop. See, that's a good gig. That's a great gig. Yeah, but you also have to be getting at least two a week. I mean, I'm doing like three a day in this picture. You're doing three a day? Well, I mean, how long does how an exorcism... How many demons are there? Like, how much does an exorcism... Like, how much time does it actually take? I don't take? know. You did the research, I didn't, I didn't look into the time. <laughs> I didn't set a timer on these things. But it, I feel like you could just be like, uh, holy water, prayer, 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 done. 500 euros, please. No, because, I mean, you have to first go there. You gotta listen to them talk about, like, oh, my God, my tractor is haunted yeah. by a demon. Yeah. Um, And then you got to be like, all right, well, tell me about this demon tractor. Mm -hmm. And then you got to go perform stuff on the tractor. It's at least like a (laughs) three hour day. So if you break it down, all your travel expenses. Yeah. What's your mileage getting to this? You got to learn how to ride a tractor beforehand in this scenario. You got to get to Eastern (laughs) Europe, first of all. (laughs) Truly, what I think it breaks down to is, Mm. you know, about probably like a hundred bucks an hour. I still feel like that's pretty good money. You could just be a lawyer. I don't want, but I don't have to go to law school or pay. There's no, look. Don't you have to go to God school? The upsides of being, no, it's like not a very long training. How long is the training? I forget. I looked it up, but it wasn't very long. It was less than a year. It's certainly. It was less than a year? Yeah, it's certainly not the cost You can get your degree in less than a year. Well, and here's the thing. is like, you don't have to be, that's the thing is like, you don't have to get trained by anybody. You can just be like, I'm an exorcist. So you can just do it? How do people prove you didn't do it before? That is true. Do you have a, do you get a certificate? <laughs> like you can make your own. That's I true. I'm becoming an exorcist. So $500 a pop. Yep. You can perform exorcisms yep. on people, places, and things. Yes. Now here's the thing is like, now this goes back to, Really, a big part of like what put all this together for me was the fact that laziness is something that carries a lot of stigma with it, which is one of the reasons why we oftentimes do not get into the things that actually cause the quote unquote laziness, right? Yeah. Um, And so one of the things I found is like there are a lot of things that you can get that like someone would call an exorcist for. 
And half of them are things, well, I mean, some of them are just ridiculous, like hilarious. And then there's other things that you someone might call an exorcist for where you're just like, no, that's like an actual medical thing. Okay. So there's like the obvious things like medical, uh, like uh, mental health, you know, like yes. schizophrenia people definitely thought was possession. Yes. Um, also epilepsy. That I understand. That is, has to be scary to have someone have a seizure in front of you in 1375. Right. Well, and this is the thing is that you think that far back it was an issue, but actually it's still a problem today. So my mom teaches nursing and the majority of her students are um, from overseas and they come from cultures where epilepsy is actually, it's still believed that it is a demonic possession. So she has to teach her students who are going to go become nurses here in the States that epilepsy is not something to be afraid of. That's crazy. Yeah. I was doing some research about um, witchcraft, about like modern day witchcraft. Mm. Not like Wiccans. <laughs> not mm. like, uh, it's Halloween. Ah. Where's my cloak? Like basically in a lot of, you know, more rural third world countries is that women are routinely um, called witches. So like mm-hmm. there's one specifically where like, there was this land and these women were growing food on it. And these dudes were like, give us your land. They were like, nah, this is our land. And so someone in the, in the village became sick and they were like, oh, they're witches and they'll kill them. Like just a few months ago, like there was a thing where a mom, a woman and her daughters were murdered because they were considered witches. Yeah. That's wild. And it's just wild to me that like, these are still things and it's still today. Like there are cases, some of them are in Florida, as you would expect, of people getting murdered because someone thinks that there's okay, a demon. Okay, Florida, inside. there was a demon? Yeah. That whole state's a demon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, you know, a lot, of, it's not actually just like a Judeo-Christian thing. So a lot of religions and belief systems accept possession uh, by both beneficent and malevolent entities for short periods of time. Um, so, like, this is a thing I, and I'm, I just read that. What's a good demonic from, possession? Uh, a good demonic? What do you mean? So you said like beneficent, like oh. what's a beneficial yeah. demonic possession. Yeah. You know what? I didn't really actually find evidence of that. This is from LiveScience.com, though. I just read that literally okay. off the article. But it's interesting because um, it did say that it did, it did actually say that. And I'd love to get into like what a good demon might be like. Um, but like spiritualism, which was a religion uh, that was in the 1800s in the U.S. Started in Rochester, New York by the Fox sisters. Look at this lady. I remember hearing about that on Lore. Well, so, yeah. So they yeah. would like um, click their toes. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that's spirits. That's the spirits. <laughs> so they taught, though, that death is an illusion and that spirits can possess humans. So and then New Agers have also long embraced a form of possession called channeling. So when I was working for a New Age uh, book publisher I actually had authors who considered themselves to be channels I had what? one yeah I had one who channeled dolphins <laughs> she also channeled Egyptian ancient Egyptians and uh, some other she could channel dolphins and the aliens and uh, the aliens the Syrian high council I remember is what my sister had this roommate in New York who saw said she was part of that alien race oh that, you know like the the how there's like this super awful avatar no, so almost. <laughs> but basically, there's this theory that like redheads are aliens mm. and that. Um, yes. Oh, sorry. I got yeah. a little excited. Starseeds. Yes. So like really awful. Mm-hmm. And she was part of the race and they were going to come get her at some point. Yeah. And I remember staying over 
at their house and it, then just at four in the morning this girl screaming do you see it at the window it's a pegasus oh my god do you god. see it and then i was so oh. tired i was like where where is it is you, there's a pegasus out the window wow yeah so she was channeling some sick pegasus action wow that's pretty spectacular and i worry for her i hope she got help but you know here's the thing so hundreds of books and even some symphonies which i tried to track down but i could not find by the way um have been allegedly composed by spirits well okay spirit or is it like um that the greek you know to be possessed by the yeah well i you know i actually because i did publicity for a new age book company i have actually had to do publicity for books written by ghosts real story you know what it's really hard to let me tell you the worst part about that is getting author interviews very very challenging um okay (laughs) all right it's true no i'm not kidding I mean, I am kidding, but like, I'm not it was kidding. Like a Ouija board, because that like happened. A weird, no, it's like a channel, and then the person who's like, I am not the person who was like the channel for it, had to be like, I am not the author of this book. I am only the channel. You know. Oh yeah. Oh my god, were they good? Yeah, they were something. They were ghost books. This they were is, ghost books. Yeah, man. it was ghost wisdom. Whatever, I see psychics. What can I? I know, I but this is the thing. That's the thing that's so funny about it is like we can joke about it and kind of laugh about it, but reality is like also I have two astrology uh, apps on my phone now. <laughs> I thought you were going to say degrees. I have two astrology <laughs> degrees. <laughs> All right, so I want to tell you some fun facts. Okay. About exorcism. So we talked earlier about fun um, exorcist facts fun exorcist facts that i researched in the dark at night in my bed because i'm an idiot so i read about uh one of the things that there was this whole thing of like okay well psychologists don't believe in laziness laziness is a stigma there's a laziness demon are there any psychologists who believe in exorcism yes yes there are psychiatrists actually well here we go this is from CNN. Okay. Dr. Richard Gallagher is an Ivy League educated board certified psychiatrist who teaches at Columbia University and New York Medical College. So he's not like a... He does them both? He's not a little quack. Yeah. What is he teaching? He's busy. I don't know. Stuff. <laughs> Jesus. His questions I need to get say. their resume. I don't know. <laughs> he was part of the team that tried to help the woman. Oh, the woman. Sorry. I'm skipping ahead here. He was part of a team that tried to help a woman who was possessed. Okay. Basically. Fighting Satan's minions wasn't part of Gallagher's career career plan while he was studying medicine at Yale. He knew about biblical accounts of demonic possession, but thought they were an ancient culture's attempt to grapple with mental disorders like epilepsy. See, yeah. there it is. He proudly calls himself a man of science. Okay. All right, doctor. Yet today, Gallagher has become something else. The go-to guy for a sprawling network of exorcists in the United States. He says demonic possession is real. He's seen the evidence, victims suddenly speaking perfect Latin, sacred objects flying off shelves, people displaying hidden knowledge or secrets about people that they could not have possibly known. There was one woman who was like 90 pounds soaking wet. She threw a Lutheran deacon who was about 200 pounds across the room, he says. That's not psychiatry. That's beyond Look, Lutheran deacons, we all know. Right? Light. Look. Light on their feet. Very light, those deacons. Yeah. Because they have no sins. 
No, not, not those Lutherans. They're Sins too cute. Are heavy. Too Lutherans cute. Lutherans are too cute, sweet, you know? Sweet little From cherubs. From Lake Wobegon. <laughs> Whoops. Um, so I guess like one of the most... Okay, so Reverend Gary Thomas says he actually calls on him and he is the exor- He's one of the foremost exorcists in the US. Um, okay. And the movie The Right was based on him. So, so he, this The is Right the- sounds not like a movie about exorcism. Hmm. But a movie about demons. Mm-hmm. But demons are exercised. Okay. Yeah. Political demons. Because that's what it sounds like. The right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you just get that? Yes. Oh, my God, girl. <laughs> Sorry. Do better. How does a man of science get pulled in the world of demonic possession? His short answer? What? He met a queen of Satan. It's a woman every okay. time. It's always right? a woman. Always Listen, a woman. You know, that's the funniest part about this is like in every single thing I saw of possession, I I know that there are examples of men being possessed, but I just didn't find them. It's only women who get possessed. I, I know that there are men who have. It's just for some reason, the women, the ones, I, maybe it's because the women are usually like small in stature or something, but like those are the only ones I'm like. That are getting possessed by demons? Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay, do you think that it could be, um, <laughs> this somehow clears it up? It's not demons. It's aliens. Oh. You know, we haven't really... I don't think the Catholic Church has considered that. Could no. it be alien possessions? Because mm. Sco- you have to... You have to... Because I, I don't know. Okay, what do you believe? I, I was going to ask you the same thing. Okay, so I believe in God, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe in heaven and hell sure. in those ways, but I do believe in spirits. Yes. I do believe that ghosts are real mm-hmm. and energy is, exists, mm-hmm. but I just don't think I believe in the poltergeist. No? Um, Like possession part of it. Yeah. So I I don't know. That's why maybe aliens seems more plausible. <laughs> but that's the thing. Maybe it is like a channeling of aliens in different universes or it's different dimensions. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I um I do want to know who this Satan queen is. Though. I know. Well, and I'm I will just say that I am firmly in the camp of I don't know. Like the- <laughs> my take on it is I don't no. Do you know what too? Mm. Satan Queen sounds like that should be a um challenge on RuPaul Drag Race. Yes, it does. <laughs> that would be an excellent challenge. <laughs> Which demon are you? Balfagor. <laughs> oh my god, we should call Drew Drew Paul. Drew Paul <laughs> Famous psychiatrist Drew Paul. Drag psychiatrist. I definitely was thinking Drew Carey. Drew Carey? He came into my head when I said RuPaul, and then Drew Carey came, in, came into RuPaul. <laughs> I just pictured that hybrid, and it is uh, confusing. All right, so <laughs> tell me about this demon queen. All right, so uh, the demon queen. This is, you know, they didn't get really into the demon queen too hard, or I didn't save the notes from that, but I have a different demon queen. Okay. Because there's more than one. Okay, tell me about this demon queen. All right, so this was a guy named Lieberman. Um, who's the director of the New York State Psychiatric Institute. Um, And he he and a family therapist were asked to examine a young woman who some thought was possessed. So this is a different psychiatrist. Okay. He and his colleague tried to treat the woman for several months but gave up because they had no success. He said he wasn't a believer in in the need for exorcism until he met this woman who he described as freaking him out. 
after sessions with the woman, he says he'd go home in the evenings and lights in his house would go off by themselves. Photographs and artwork work would fall or slide off the shelves and he'd experience a piercing headache. When he mentioned this to his colleague one day, her response stunned him. She'd been having the exact same experiences. That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, there's like a ton of you could you guys could definitely Google this and have a good time not sleeping um, learning all these things that I just did for you. But the thing that's funny about all of this to me is that there's actually a rise in exorcisms going right now, too. So like I said, really? brisk business. Like in the in the Western world or mm-hmm. just in general? Uh, it just said in the world. There's a rise. Wow. So, so from like four to six? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a business. Very busy. You could be working nine to five. You could be a real dolly parton of exorcism. Working nine to five. What a way to make a demon. Yeah. Get out your mind. Yeah. I'm taking a no, um, look, vomiting sweet pea soup on the wall. The commercial song writes itself. You know itself. what? I really. It's a good jingle. I don't need to try. Very I had, catchy. I did a lot today. You did a lot and I liked it. I liked what you just did just now. So, okay. So you're of the. I don't know camp. I am absolutely of the I don't know camp. But here's the other side of this, right? It's like we talk, there's all these people who are like, oh, exorcism is real. And I was surprised to find actual psychiatrists who were like, yeah, I guess it's real. Um, But you know the movie The Exorcist? Yes. So that came out in 1974. Um, So the story behind that, it's really interesting because the story of the film was written by a guy whose last name is Blatty. I'm sorry I did not get the first I mean, that's name. almost as good as Beaufordard. We're just going to pretend that his Demon only Beaufordard. goes by one name, Blatty. Balfordor. I could have done better on this. <laughs> Blatty described the inspiration for the film as a Washington Post article he'd read in 1949 about a Maryland boy. That's where I'm from. Okay, so there is a boy possession. Yeah, that's, that's it. Who had been exercised. Except that then when they redid it, they did it as a girl. So for a long time, oh. people didn't know it was a boy. They yeah, thought it was a girl. Yeah, because masturbating with a cross is way <laughs> cooler than jerking onto a cross. That's true. So Blatty believed or claimed to believe it was an accurate account, the story from the Washington Post. Yeah. Though later research revealed the story had been sensationalized and was far from credi- credible. So yeah, like, does he care? He just made a great book and a movie. I know. He's done fine. Yeah. Um, so, and the other thing I thought you might be interested to know is that the first official guidelines for exorcism didn't come till 1614. So it's kind of, I mean, it, that seems like a long time ago and it is, but it's also kind of a new thing. Well, I wonder if there was demonic possessions beforehand or it was like kind of like that purgatory thing where yeah. the church was like, oh, all these priests are like giving their money to other people and mm-hmm. all of our rich donors giving their money to their kids. Yeah. How about we just take their money? Um, what does that have to do with exorcism? Well, that it's oh, like it's an invented, it's an invented yeah. thing. We have this new service we're offering. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> we're expanding our services at the Catholic Church. So we've got, you know, we've got holy water. You can light candles. You can buy a gold cross. You get points. You get points. Yep. Bonus points. points. And you can use them at confessional to get out of doing six Hail Marys yep. for every point you spend. Um. So... Yeah, so exorcism was like another service is what you're saying. Can I just say, can we please post on the Instagram that great photo of you as a teenager with that giant cross you're wearing? Uh, Which one? (laughs) There's so many to choose from. Absolutely. So, okay, what was the first time you saw The Exorcist? I never. You've 
no. never seen no. The Exorcist? I've seen enough clips of it to know that I don't need to watch it. You need to Absolutely watch it. Absolutely not. No. Why? No, because uh, I, I don't. seven. I don't want to bring that into my life. I think that's you some energy. Really believe in it. I don't want to not. Be, I, I don't want to. I don't want to test it. There is punk rock <sighs> Christian cat in there uh-huh. who truly believes in the demon possession. Listen, I don't want to test it. I don't want to know. Like oh I've God. I've made peace with the idea that maybe I have ghosts, and ghosts are fun. Do you have ghosts in this house? I don't think i don't know i mean why is it available why is why, it available why did this apartment become available because the people before me moved out or they died or they died because of demon possession probably that. i really am blown away that you've not seen the exorcist i can't do it you just did all this research how old are, are you, you gonna cry? how old were you no i'm not gonna cry i was seven you were seven <laughs> yes were you traumatized yes exactly and but i was up late watching tv because mm. Sometimes you have parents who mm-hmm. don't care and <laughs> they, listen, they were asleep and I was traumatized by puppet master. I feel like that's just as valid as the exorcist. I feel like the exorcist is way scarier than Ugh. puppet master. Ugh. Oh, you know what we should do is have horror movie expert Jen Saunderson in here. I feel that that is correct to talk about yes. true horror movies. She's yes. a horror movie fanatic. Yeah. Which actually, horror movies have such a great gaudy positive thing. Because yes. horror movies, I feel like, too, and especially what I like about The Exorcist, which you should see, mm-hmm. does have strong female characters. I think it passes the Bechdel test. Oh, well, now I'm in. Unless, well, is the devil, does he count as a guy? Uh-oh. That's it. Done. Devil's a man. It's done. No. Nope. Yeah. Anti-feminist. But- <laughs> Exorcist. Is it a feminist? You know what? It's always a man. <laughs> God damn it. Always a man. Oh. That's hilarious. Miguel. You know what? If Satan wanted to be so, you know, really, it's actually a very interesting point that they're like, uh, for all the things like women are always the ones who are evil, right? Like we're yeah. temptresses, we're witches, whatever. And then it's like, Satan's a man? Yeah, but men make us do it. I just feel like the Catholic Church duffed that a bit. Guys make us crazy. It's and the devil is uh, no different. But like women are the root of all evil. Then why isn't the devil a woman? Well, but that's my point. Is like that's exactly my point. Eve was the original sinner. That is true. And we're a rib. But which Eve, are delicious. Eve was um, corrupted, right, by a dude snake. But it should. <laughs> it's a. I'm just Am I saying, wrong? Isn't it a dude snake? They really missed an opportunity by not making Satan a woman. Can you imagine if Satan was a woman, how much that would like change whoop, so many things in our history? Yeah, probably not for the better. No, definitely not. Let's just keep a male. I just think it's funny. For now. I'm like, you really missed out on an opportunity to oppress us more. Well, it's true. It's like Hades is uh, the Greek guy or yeah. the Roman, whatever. He's guy. Yeah. And then. Um, <laughs> He's a guy. Well, I, I don't know, though, because then in... Um, he's a guy god. He's a dude. He's a dude god. <laughs> then, But then in Hindu religion, you have... Uh-huh. Um, uh, oh, my God. What's the, the the death one that's like eating a dude's head and has her tongue out? Oh, yeah. I should know this. I went to Hindu camp. What? Yeah, I went to Hindu camp. I love that. Very young part I of my life. I almost typed in Hindu camp. Hindu camp. <laughs> Swami Shivanand does ashram and yoga camp. Okay. My um, 
uh, I like have a mantra to uh, Chris. To um, are you thinking of Krishna? Uh huh. Is it Yama? Yama is the Hindu god of death, king of ancestors, and final judge of the destination of souls. Oh no, there's a lady souls. one. Are you thinking of Kali? Kali, yeah. Cool. What does Kali do? I don't know. Google I that didn't go to Hindu camp, and I'm sorry. I should. Well, we didn't really learn about her. <laughs> they were uh, like, "Hi, eight-year-olds." Yeah, I do guess you want to learn about Kali? Sense. Yeah. And then in the Beatles movie, Help, it is Kahili. Oh. Which I think is made up. Yeah. So, no. It's a Hindu goddess. Uh, this is a lot. And we're just showing how much we don't know when we need a new th- we need to <laughs> she's do a our homework. Death. Well, so, but she's an evil one. And uh, okay. so there is, there are evil females. Yep. I'm going to read a book after this. I on, just feel like I'm so yeah. blown away you haven't seen The Exorcist. I won't do it. And I also. What if you accidentally walked into a room where it was playing? Oh, that's happened. I oh. Walk, I walk right out. <laughs> Once my once my ex put on the exorcism and and or the exorcist and he was like we're gonna watch this you're finally gonna watch it because he thought it was bullshit too yeah he put it on and that motherfucker fell asleep and he just left you in alone like the with that first movie? five minutes I was like well fuck that I'm gonna watch cartoons or I don't know I had to like go real deep into like oh yeah no, the first time I watched it I was alone in the basement what a watching dick. it and she crap walked down those stairs. Nope. I know and what then she does. Was like masturbating with a um. Not even mat. <sighs> That's the thing is, like she's masturbating with it. She's not masturbating with a cross. She's stabbing her vagina. Right. That's not with masturbation. But that's what men think masturbation is anyway, right? <laughs> Just a stabbing our cunts. According to porn, that's what it is. <laughs> um. So, uh, do you know what will uh, what kind of behaviors are associated with needing an exorcist? Let me know. Okay. So potential signs of demonic possession include spitting. Okay. Did you do that today? Yes, I did. Cursing. I do that every day. Every day. And excessive masturbation. You know what? No. I've been keeping that under wraps. So Actually, today or last night, I feel two-thirds. like my body was like, you haven't masturbated in a while. So it did it for me when I was sleeping. Wow. I'm pretty sure that makes you possessed. Yeah. I'm going to count that as possessed. Okay. The demon did it <laughs> for you. So you're possessed. Um, also, do you have superhuman strength? Yes, I'm very strong. I knew that. Holy water, do you have an aversion to it? I mean, I only drink seltzer, so. Oh, my God. That's Maybe? true. Oh, that's true. That's, but that is kind of a holy water in L.A. Um, and the ability to speak unknown languages. I make up languages. Does that count? Yeah. Can you speak it right now? I can do like fake Russian. Okay. There it is. All right. So what we need you guys to do is That's you need fake to Russian. put that on a record. And write it backwards. Play it backwards. Yes. That's my backwards. Impression. It said, hello, my name is Belfagor. I want to know if we recorded me just doing those weird noises, if it would be anything, <laughs> if we went forward with it. I'm going to do that. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to cut it, and then I'm going to end it with that. Silent, <laughs> but 
Hit nip it hit night suit in red. Oh my god. Gagno man hit nip my all right, we'll see what that says That's when I go forward. That's hilarious. So all of this uh, brings up to the crown and glory, which is how where do we go when we put religion, we put stigma together, mm-hmm. stigma, stigmata. Obviously, I'm when it comes to pop culture, the first thing that I'm thinking about, yes, other than the satanic panic, yes, of which there's you, many podcasts about. There's it. so many satanic panics. Oh, there's so much satanic. There's so but many it's podcasts. Interesting. About it. It's really interesting. It is. And you're going to see like 10,000 Netflix things about it in the next, in the coming months. So. Oh God. I will not waste your time because you're going to see it and I don't want to ruin it. But, um, no, the, it, that all just makes me think of like rock and roll, metal music. I was watching The Dirt last night. Have you seen that yet? No. It's like the biopic of, uh, Motley Crue. Oh yeah. Whose first band name was Christmas. That's a great band name. It was actually, it was like Xmas, but like Christmas. And it was um, supposed to be like, you know, anti-Christian. So they'd have like a pentagram and they'd have an upside down cross and all of that. And so it was really funny because I like thought about how much all of this stuff is together. And then there's this point in pop culture where we just like, we like shift into this point where people are like, fuck the church. We love the devil. We are into it. We are into it. We're into uh demons we're into satan worship we're into anti-religious iconography and because it's cool man i kind of feel like it's so funny because it's funny you mentioned like i used to be super christian i would be like terrified of that stuff when i was younger yeah and now not only do i think it's like kind of amusing but like i don't even see it as disrespectful i just see it as like yeah you know we've made a lot of strides in science and we no longer think excessive masturbation means that you are possessed. And we no longer think that, you know, somebody like having, uh, uh, Oh shoot. What's it called? Um, I just said it earlier. A rash. Yeah. Stigmata. No, I was thinking of, um, uh, 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 headaches, swearing, cursing, Uh, seizures seizures thank you <laughs> epilepsy <laughs> having a, I'm possessed right now which is why it's really hard for me to get these words out um I'm possessed by hunger oh well food. let's get you some food I'm not actually I just always like food but which is because I'm possessed by Beelzebub who is the de- demon of gluttony so is Beelzebub 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 I just thought Beelzebub glutton. was just like general demon one of the princes Beelzebub. You're a real prince, Beelzebub. What a great name for a gluttonous one, though. Yeah. Beelzebub? Yeah. Sure. Barf, better than Barf but did you? Okay, but you listened to, like, new metal back in the day. Did you listen to metal metal? A little bit, but, it, I mean, I was very of, aware of all the Satan demon iconography. I mean, yeah. just look at, like, Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you know about Cannibal Corpse? The band Cannibal Corpse. I know, but like, what do you know about that? I just remember all their album covers. Oh, well, yeah. I just was like thinking, I made a thing on the origins of Judas Priest. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that's a heavy one. We're going to close out with the origins of Judas Priest? No. I feel like we want to save this for another time. Okay. But that was a great, like, like black metal very anti-religious iconography yeah you know well it's one of the i feel like they were one of like kind of the first of that wave yeah 
Yeah. But it's funny how like, I guess where I'm going with this is like, I was so scared of all that stuff when I was younger. There's so much, so many things in like religion that are, that are stigmatized, right? Like we've got, we, we've talked about laziness today and, and lots of health things, mental health issues yeah. that people um, all just associated with these like negative demonic things when really what we need is help to where I've come full circle in this hilarious way where it used to be that I would be so afraid of all of those like anti-Christian, like upside down cross, like demon exorcist, any of that, that it would be like inviting negative energy into my life by yeah. even that's why you won't watch the exorcist so I won't watch the exorcist right like let's yeah. just be real also I just don't want to have those images in my brain but like now I'm like actually I feel like I get where you're going with this you're right like uh maybe we should stop putting stigma and like rules made in the 1600s about uh how to deal with people's personal issues yeah and uh, actually, like, deal with it and be good people. And that would be better than all this bullshit from the 1600s. What if we're all wrong mm. and actually they are demons? You know what? If that's true, I suppose it would be very gaudy positive of us <laughs> to become Catholic. Embrace the demons, you guys. Embrace your demons. So next week, what are we going to talk about next week? The... um. Next week, Judas Priest. Well, I I do want to save Judas Priest. I feel like that's gonna be. I kind of want to lighten this, lighten the, well, lighten it, and I want to talk about the rock of fire explosion. Oh, you do. You know who they are? No. Showtime Pizza. Oh yes, you've talked about this. Well, here's the thing. I next love week, that. next week is all about conspiracy theories. <gasps> oh, we're talking about MK Ultras, which I'm really excited about because I <laughs> did. You I explore learned more after I showed no, you. I am waiting for you oh, to film me in. I'm ready to talk about conspiracy theories because I got so many. Next episode is like all you, baby. Okay, conspiracy I... theory 101. You guys, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna bring our little gaudy positive lens. I can't wait to um, MK Ultras and Paul McCartney is dead. You have to be wow. You have to be pretty gaudy positive to be a conspiracy theorist. And I gotta say, from our conversation this weekend, I was like, well, I just learned a whole new facet of Jenny's degree now. <laughs> Paul McCartney is dead, oh and my. I will give you guys the proof. Oh my! Well, <gasps> have we know a good John week, Lennon everyone. Is. Well, he's definitely dead. <laughs> Do we now? Do we? I mean. Who knows? Elvis lives.